one. Boom. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the 2X method, how to transform your service business into a profitable machine. That's what this episode's all about. Let's get this one started. Here we go. Shut up and sit down. Look, a business can give you everything you want in life. Prestige, wealth, freedom. It can also take everything away from you. This show is for those who are willing to take that risk. These are the real life stories of entrepreneurs. But before we start, I have one small favor to ask. Please leave a comment. It can be advice, critiques, tips, feedback, or share this with someone because your engagement is the most valuable and most powerful form of social currency. So thank you, and welcome to another episode of Business Bros. All right, business bros, in the dynamic world of entrepreneurship, scaling a service-based business can be a challenging journey marked by chaos and, of course, overwhelm. Today, we have a remarkable guest who specializes in helping business owners navigate this path with precision and confidence. He's the founder of 2X, a company that has been recognized by the Inc. 5000 as one of the fastest growing private companies in the U.S. for consecutive years. His mission is clear to empower service-based businesses, generating annual revenues between half a million and five million to scale predictably and profitably by providing customized one-on-one coaching. He helps entrepreneurs regain control, optimize their strategies, and transform their businesses into a well-oiled machine. So without further ado, let's dive into the world of scaling success with Austin Nestle. Right, Austin, welcome to the show. Man, I am hyped to get with the video intros like that. I love what you're doing. I love your mission. I'm excited to be here and hopefully get some good value today. Let's do it. I hope so too, man. Let's start at the beginning. Uh, everybody who comes on the show, they're always uh, here to promote or sell something. So I just want to get that right off the bat, man. What do you do for a living? Simplify it for me. How do you how do you make your money? Uh, we do one-on-one hands-on business coaching. We guide six and seven-figure entrepreneurs how to scale to the next level and to teach them step-by-step exactly what to do to turn their business into a well-oiled machine. And I'm here to sell my book for free. Zero dollars. Uh, give the book away. I've got a couple of books. One's called From Six to Seven Figures. One's called The Two-Week Vacation Test. Both are designed to help you build a much uh, a more thriving business that can run and thrive without you so that you can have the lifestyle and the business success and wealth that you want. I know every entrepreneur that gets into the entrepreneurial space has that dream, has that vision of doing exactly what the title of your books are, getting that six or seven figures, having Mm. those vacation times that they're looking for. Who's your target audience? I mean, we talked a little bit about your company growing, but who are you specifically talking to uh, that is is the audience that's going to pick up this book? Yeah, uh, primarily service-based businesses are who we work with, but every entrepreneur deals with the challenge of time, right? There's so many moving pieces in a small business. We get pulled in a hundred different directions that ultimately what we've got to do is we've got to take back control of our time. Because if we don't, we're A, going to be stressed out, B, not going to live the lifestyle of why we started in business to begin with, and C, we're not going to be able to work on the right things to have the success in business that we want. So time is the constraint to solve for. So if you are overwhelmed and overworked and you feel like you're pulled in too many different directions, this book will guide you on how to simplify, how to improve your team and operations, how to take back control of your time. So again, you can have the lifestyle and be able to focus on the right things that matter most. So it's really for those that are overwhelmed. That uh, overwhelming feeling is, is a, a weird thing that entrepreneurs kind of come across. I think most of the time, mm-hmm. 
what happens is they have this professionalism about them. They're good at whatever the technical skill is and they decide they want to leave where they're working at because they're tired of working for somebody. They're tired of having a boss. And what they fail to realize is they get into business and instead of having one boss, they end up having a lot of bosses and wearing a lot of hats that they didn't otherwise have to wear. And it's not really that the entrepreneur doesn't have the technical skills. It's that they don't have the, the knowledge to run a functioning business that operates yep. outside of them. Uh, yep. Let me know about your, I want to know about your educational journey. How did you get here? How did you learn what you needed to learn to be in this position where you are today? Uh, the short answer is through a lot of failure. <laughs> the longer answer is I started out as an engineer. I, I went to school to become an engineer. I had this big vision of how I was going to get my engineering degree. I was going to get some sales experience and then I was going to get my MBA. And that was going to be my trifecta that was going to take me up the corporate ladder and have me be the CEO of a large company. So I started down that journey and then I was like, wait a minute. I'm not jealous of any of my managers in this corporate world. I loved what I was doing at the time, but I was like, I don't want to be here in 20 years. What's my other option? So I started to learn about entrepreneurship, started my first business on the side, built that up, got out of a student loan debt. Uh, then I took 18 months off and went and traveled around the world. And then I came back with like, all right, what am I going to do now? What do I want to do when I grow up? And I wanted to make some type of impact. I wanted to be my own boss. Uh, I wanted to uh, ultimately start uh, more businesses. So I went and started uh, another business that led to another business that led to another business that led to what we do now teaching six and seven figure entrepreneurs. So I've had now five different businesses, but it all started uh, as an engineer in the corporate world. How did you uh, tell me more about that shift, right? So you leave the corporate world, you go on this 18 month vacation, which has got to be freaking awesome, by the way, you got to come back and think, I don't really want to go back to where I came from. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. go into this entrepreneur route. Walk me through that mindset. How did you start that entrepreneurial journey? Yeah. Uh, well, at the beginning, it was purely to get ahead financially. So I grew up without a lot of money. I had money on my mind every single day from the young age as a kid all the way into to my mid-20s. And I uh, was just thinking about money, trying to make money to get ahead. So get out of debt, get ahead financially to be able to just breathe. And as soon as I, uh, I've achieved a lot of big wins, I'm fortunate to say. And like the biggest one was probably paying off my debt and just being there. Like I felt like the, the clouds uh, above me just like parted and the the skies opened up. There's just this amazing feeling, this weight off my shoulders. So I was really focused on how do I get out of debt? How do I get ahead financially? And then once I was there, then it was like, all right, what really makes me fulfilled? What's the contribution? How can I uh, have a business that I can learn, grow and develop and build wealth and have the lifestyle and make an impact? So I was looking for something that would fill all those buckets. Uh, and uh, through uh, several different businesses, like it, I had several other businesses that I knew they weren't the long term. And that was okay. But I was committed to like leaning in because they were the best opportunities in front of me at that time that I could see. So I leaned into those and like did those businesses for anywhere between a year and a half and two years uh, for most of them. And they were just a stepping stone to the next one and the next one until I got to a business that I was like, all right, this is the path for uh, 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 what I want to do for years and years and years and decades to come. Uh, and it feels really good to get there. But it takes those trials and tribulations. It takes getting different experiences so that you can actually do that. Let me ask you about like if you could go back, obviously you made a lot of mistakes along the way. That's just part of the process. Uh, yeah. And you've built some companies that you were there in the short term. Maybe some of them you were able to sell off. So there were some experiences that you learned. So I'd like for you to take some of that knowledge and share it with somebody who's just getting started. If they're just going to be at the beginning part of their entrepreneurial journey, they have that passion behind you like you had after your 18-month journey. You're like, I'm going to do this on my own. 
what advice would you give to someone who's getting started at the beginning uh, to help kind of avoid some of the same pitfalls you fell into? Yeah, a couple of things. Uh, get in an industry that you love to learn about, that you really want to sink your teeth into because to be to get great results in something, you need to be heavily invested. You need to be really interested in that particular uh, industry or segment or, or, or skill set that you're trying to develop. And the second is do not try to do it yourself. I tried to do it myself. And as a result, I burnt myself out. I was so exhausted and overwhelmed and stressed out trying to do it myself, trying to figure everything out myself that I had anxiety attacks. Now I was super healthy on the outside. I was running marathons. I was doing Spartan races. I was very fit, but inside I was killing myself with all the stress of trying to do it myself, working 80 hours a week. Uh, and I didn't have a coach. I didn't have a mentor. I didn't have a community that was supporting me. And it was again, just overwhelmingly stressful uh, and, and, and so hard. Like it took me years longer to get that success than if I just surrounded myself with the right people, got some support and stopped trying to figure it out myself. So I would say those couple of things would have changed the game for me uh, and would change the game for a lot of people is make sure that you're in the right space. I think every business has to go through some of those obstacles and hurdles, right? Like it's not mm -hmm. always the easiest uh, path forward. And even though you might have somebody who helps you through it, uh, a mentor, for example, a coach, like what you're offering uh, here today, there's still sometimes that you're going to just step in it. You're going to make some mistakes. Uh, and hopefully with coaching, you're able to kind of push through these mistakes as quickly as possible. What were some of those big mistakes that you made in your business? And what were the lessons that you learned from those mistakes? Yeah, the first one was uh, not being able to let go. So I was just holding on to things myself. But then I started to learn about this powerful thing called systems. Uh, and systems are things that, that you can create, that you can A, get more efficiency, or you can make it easier to do it a second time or over and over again. Uh, and you can more easily delegate things. So if you can learn to master systems and master delegation and letting go of certain tasks, because look, when you're starting out, you just got to figure out what to do. You got to figure out what you're going to sell. You got to scrap. You got to wear all the hats. But over time, that exact thing of doing all the things yourself and just scrapping and being pulled in 100 different directions, that will stop you. So it's easy to hustle to get to that first level of success. But if you don't change from there, you will never get to the second, third, fourth and, and, and up levels. So it's really important to be aware of that and be able to shift and develop. And at the beginning, I didn't know about systems. I didn't know how to delegate. I didn't know how to lead other people. I didn't know how to get results through other people. Uh, and as a result, again, just led to way more stress, way more work on my plate in years uh, longer than it should have before it led to success. I feel like sometimes that letting go is kind of an ego thing, right? Like I, oh, this so is my business. I put my name on there. Like this is how I, I do quality work to, to allow someone else to come in and kind of take over for you, even though you've trained them. You're giving yourself a, an open spot to vulnerability there because if they make a mistake, it's your mistake at the end of the day. Um, how do you coach people through that? Like, like walk me through, like, for example, a case study, an example of how you help clients kind of get past that hurdle of themselves. Yeah, it, it's always the ego. It's our ego loves to feel like the smartest person in the room, whether we realize it or not, right? Our ego loves to get things done. Our ego loves to be the savior. Our ego loves to check simple things off. So as a result, we uh, uh, this this mentality and thinking ultimately again keeps us stuck. So we've got to reshift that. So the best way that we help guide our clients with this is start with the easy stuff. Start with the small stuff. Start with the admin related things that are easy to train somebody else to do. Uh, there's a lot of admin things in 
every single business. This is why the first hire that we always recommend, if somebody doesn't have an assistant to get some type of assistant, it could be a virtual assistant overseas for a very low dollar per hour. Uh, but you need some support and start with the lowest and easiest things to do, the lowest level and easiest things to do. So if you uh, uh, are doing something, let's say you're doing it on your computer, there's so many free software applications out there now that you literally just press record and you talk through as you're doing that particular task on your computer. Now, what you got is a version one of a system that you can hand off to somebody else and say, hey, this is the particular task to do. This is how you do it. Literally watch me do it, right? And that's a great way to start to get things off your plate. But what you wanna do next is to make sure that it's very clearly uh, communicated. Make sure that you're like supporting them and watching them do that particular task, answering any of their questions. And if you do that, yes, it takes a little bit longer to have a little bit of a feedback loop, but now you're training somebody, you're offloading a particular thing. Now you don't have to do that thing. So yes, it'll save you time, but also what it will do is save you from having to make so many decisions, right? The decision fatigue is real. We make so many decisions. We have so many things on our plate. So not only with these small things, are we freeing up time? Again, we're reducing the amount of decisions, the amount of things in our head, and that just creates so much more capacity over time. What about the bootstrappers? Uh, there's people who are getting into business and they don't have a large capital. They, you know, hiring VAs or bringing on people, it gets very difficult at the early stages of their business. Uh, even yep. bringing on a coach, which I feel like everybody should have somebody, some mentor that they're looking up to, because it, it just, it's so much better to have somebody there. Like I always, I always refer it back to like working out, right? If you're trying to lift heavy weight and you don't have a spotter there, it's going to be very difficult for you to kind of grow there. If you have a spotter in business, somebody who's there watching you, helping you, coaching you along the way, it can take you much further. But yep. again, they have that fear because they're bootstrapping. It's early on. What do you? What kind of pushback do you give to kind of help people get past that hurdle and kind of see yep. that ROI as, as a possibility for them? Yep, absolutely. A couple things. Uh, the first one is, is you can hire a uh, assistant overseas. Uh, we love the Philippines uh, and you can do so for a very low dollar per hour. This is a very low investment versus what you can spend your time on on other tasks uh, to uh, uh, help save you so much uh, of the admin. Next is, is you can look at hiring people part-time. So hiring people on Upwork, for instance, or hiring people on, you know, potentially Fiverr, certain, certain things to help just take off some of the admin, the tech, the design, some of the basic functions that you're able to do and have those uh, contractors that you can pay just on a per project basis. Next is look at sales. Like if you do high ticket sales of any kind, the great thing about a sales role is it's very common for them to be $0 from a salary standpoint and only based on uh, their earnings, only based on commission, which doesn't take any money out of your pockets, only when money comes in that they get paid. Um, so those are a couple of things to start with, but we always recommend starting with an assistant, then having a salesperson, then uh, usually having some type of operational role. Now this could be an account manager or somebody to help manage the operations or clients, somebody to help keep you a little bit more out of the day-to-day -day so that you can focus more on growth. And if you have that combination of people, then you've got uh, time freed up from the admin. You're able to focus on growth. You have somebody that can help support you to generate revenue and you've got minimal uh, dollars out of pocket. So those are a couple things to take into account. And again, it's freeing up your time, which is the whole reason why we're in this thing in the first place is so that you exactly. have more time to enjoy, do the things that you want to do. What do you feel that your company does best? Like if you can just nail it down, look, this is why people work with me. We do X, Y, Z better than anybody else. 
Uh, we help people turn their business into a machine better than anybody else. So what that means is leveraging systems so that they can get more out of their team, so that they can free up time, so that they can get the consistency and predictability in their business that leads into everything. So if people can uh, take their business from a hustle and chaos that it is to have true operational excellence, then they're able to achieve all the things that they want to more time freedom, bigger profits, faster growth, being able to exit their business for millions of dollars, whatever it is that you want to achieve, all of that's possible on the other side of operational excellence. Uh, and that's what we do, help people turn their business into a fast growing machine. That efficiency is absolutely the key to almost anyone's success. Uh, you, you don't realize how much time you're wasting away in busy activities that are not necessarily dollar productive or, and what I'm, I like is, is just like life experience productivity, right? To be able to go do what the things that you want to do rather than having to do the things that you have to do every single day. If you have those systems in place, if you have those processes in place, you have that freedom and flexibility to do that. Now, I feel like every company has things that they want to improve upon, things that they want to do better. What is it that you're struggling with in your business right now that you're working on growing and making more efficient? Uh, one of the things that we talk about the least is marketing. And the reason why we talk about that the least, because that becomes last. So for instance, there's all these gurus out there. There's always these huge promises of how they're going to 10x their leads or they're missing this magic AI pill. Or uh, there's this new strategy on Facebook ads of how you're going to get so much more leads. But those very rarely work. All they do is add more complexity, more expenses uh, for people that are looking for a magic pill. In business, there's no magic pill. You got to follow a process and play the long-term game. So the last thing that we focus on is how do we exponentially grow the leads? Now, everything that we do is really tied around growth. Uh, we're looking for more profitable growth, not advertising and some of the more tactical things. Uh, so once we do have a business that's a thriving, growing, fast machine that's very profitable, then we start to focus more on some of those more tactical things from a marketing standpoint. And that's kind of what we're focused on next is for those clients that graduate to uh, the multi seven figure level and they've got a full business machine, how do we really explode with some of those uh, really great marketing strategies? That's what we're working on next to, to add there. And, and you're already utilizing some of these marketing tools that that you're that you're kind of working on today. You got the books that are out. That's that's yep. a way to kind of establish your brand. You're hopping on podcasts on a regular basis. You're starting to post stuff on social media on a regular basis. Uh, a lot of these things are those shiny objects that entrepreneurs go after first. So you said they were last. How did you kind of figure out how they go last in the order of of how you're building people and in, in their businesses? Uh, two things. Uh, one is I invested in dozens of marketing agencies. I had dozens of people, the gurus and the marketing agencies tell me, oh my gosh, we're going to get you so many leads here. Oh yeah, we're going to help you blow up. And I would invest in them and it would waste hundreds of thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands. Of dollars. That's not fun to, to lose money on. Uh, and then I started to realize, oh, uh, a lot of them had good intentions, so I can't bash all of them. But uh, 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 but 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 it, I was setting them up to fail because I didn't have a killer offer. I wasn't really targeted on who I served. I didn't have the ability to convert those at a high level. I didn't have the ability to make those raving fans. Basically, long story short, I was missing out on a lot of opportunities that I needed to do first to set up the marketing to really be the fuel for my business growth. Also with the clients that we were uh, uh, serving. Uh, so with the, uh, my different agencies is like, if they had some of the fundamental things in place that come before marketing, then they were able to blow up 
with our services. If they didn't, then it was so much work to get them ready to really scale. So that's when I learned, hey, there's a very strategic order to growth. There's a very strategic order to building a thriving business. Uh, and you've got to work on the right things in the right order because we've got limited time. Uh, so if you want to get the most traction possible, uh, possible, then follow the order. And that's what my uh, book from six to seven figures is about is breaking that down. And like I said, the last step, step number seven is on marketing and using uh, different marketing strategies to fuel your growth, but not looking for it to be your savior. So it's really important to work through the strategic order. I spent years and years struggling without that. And I've spent now years guiding others to break through that. And it makes things so much easier when you do follow the process. That is so true. Uh, I've, I, I'm the same with you. I've, I've invested in a bunch of different gurus and some of them do produce the lead count. Like I'm, I'm going to be honest. Some of them are sending, they'll, they'll set you up so that you have leads coming in. But I, I'm also going to agree with you on if you don't have the infrastructure to handle that, to follow up with those and worse, yeah. when you bring them on to actually deliver the thing that you promised, then yeah. you're not going to have that growth. I like Alex Ramosi talks about that million dollar offer Well, you can make a million dollar offer and you can get the fish to bite. But once they come in, if you don't have that infrastructure in place, your reputation is going to go down the tank because nobody's going to want to refer you that in any business after that. You're not going to build the reputation of being successful if you don't have that infrastructure in place to do that. For so sure, let me ask sure. you this, your, your business now that you've, you've kind of, gone through your own hoops, made your own mistakes, build your processes and put them in place. You're expanding your marketing. Where do you see the the future of your business? What's the vision like as a, as a CEO of your company? Where are you guiding this shit? Yeah, the, the, the whole uh, vision has been start with the coaching to create and refine our methodology to then be able to go into companies and scale them at scale. So uh, the next piece is to start to take equity and build our portfolio of companies that we see high growth potential in. So instead of just doing coaching, now we're going to actually partner and uh, be, uh, again, uh, true true equity partners with uh, some of the clients and, and, and uh, businesses that we see those bit, that big growth potential in and actually put our team and our systems into those businesses and blow them up uh, and help uh, cross-pollinate with audiences. Uh, so that's really exciting is to build our portfolio now and that's the next evolution that's huge though that's a different way of looking at business because i think a lot of times uh most service-based service providers are looking to it, it's like a, a quid pro quo right i'll do this for you you're going to pay me this amount of dollars and that's the transaction but you're at a level now where it's equity based you're now it's not like yeah i can take you on as a client but what I really want to do is partner with you. And that yep. is a whole different ball game because now you have a vested interest. Your partners feel like you have a vested interest. And now the sky's the limit. You can take yep. the skill set that you've acquired, uh, that you've learned and implemented in a business for them to blow up. How's it been going for you so far? Uh, well, we haven't started the portfolio side just yet, but uh, we have like hundreds and hundreds of clients. We have hundreds of success stories uh, that we are now we're ready to go. We are just so eager. So I'm actually literally starting those conversations uh, and we'll do our first deal here in, in the next two months, uh, which I'm really excited about. And uh, uh, our goal with those first few is just to make them huge success stories to then show people like, all right, you want to be a part of the portfolio. This is how it works. And uh, uh, the math and numbers are, are going to make sense for the right person. Anybody that wants to really scale to the next level. So uh, I'm excited for it. And we're going to be super selective of who we bring in. Uh, but the uh, early conversations have been great so far. But our first deal in, in the next couple of months will be super fun. All right, Austin. And if people want to work with you, they want to find out more about what you do. They want to get a copy of your books. How can they do that? 
Uh, go to 2x.co. It's the shortest email or shortest uh, uh, website that you'll ever see. Uh, we've got a couple books out there. We've got a free one. Uh, it just came out called the two-week vacation test. You can go to 2x.co slash vacation uh, to check that out. Uh, again, it'll guide you on the exact steps to take to take back control of your time and really be able to work on the business as you also have the lifestyle. So I'm really excited for the new book, getting a lot of ton of feedback on that. If you're looking to scale from six to seven figures, we've got that book as well. Uh, so check out one of our books. I think that that will really shift your perspective of how to build a successful business. But those are all available on 2x.co or on Amazon as well. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what it takes. You can't do it by yourself. Entrepreneurship is not a solo sport. I know there's this thing called a sole proprietorship, but you don't have to go down that route. You can work with people who have already had the experiences, who know what it takes to take that business to the next level. And it starts with people like Austin. So make sure you guys check out his website. Easy to remember. It's four letters long, 2x.co, 2x.co. You can't forget it. By the way, I was just so fascinated. Even though he didn't drop it on here, his email address is so simple as well a at 2x.co like simple (laughs) easy and that's the kind of process that you want to implement into your business something simple something easy something that's systematic and that works so 2x.co is where you want to go to check out his uh two books he's giving one away for free get the information you need to take your business that six or seven figure level that you're looking for or the scalability that you're looking for awesome thank you very much for coming on the show i got one more question for you man um, everything from booking to uh, booking on our show to getting email reminders to now you're here, you've created an episode with us. What was your experience like working with the business bros? Uh, with the business bros, you guys do it right. Do you are over communicate uh, and you've got some some great fun stuff to kick things off here. The questions are awesome. The engagement's awesome. The energy's high. So I'm excited uh, uh, for your mission and to be a part of that. And I uh, appreciate you having me on for sure. Appreciate it. One more time, ladies and gentlemen, 2x.co, 2x.co. Get a copy of Austin's book. We'll catch you guys on the next episode of The Business Bros. Thank you, Austin, very much for being on the program. Ladies and gentlemen, peace, and we're out. It's over. Go home. Is your business in need of marketing? Try starting a podcast, but not just any podcast. Podcast like a pro. We can show you how to take your business from being invisible to becoming a brand people trust. Go to www.businessbros.biz to get started today.